If you are stuck in the grind and don't know how to get moving, if you have lost your dream or struggled to know how to make it happen, if you have been dreaming of changing the world, but you're not sure where to start, the Add Valued Entrepreneurs podcast will help you transform your life with tools, knowledge, and support that will allow you to create a thriving business that aligns with your values and goals. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from the work they do so they can live the life they desire. You deserve it. It is possible. This show features interviews with people who have already created success in their lives and businesses and stories about everyday people living extraordinary lives. It's time for you to add value. My guest today is Natalie King. Natalie is passionate about empowering individuals to speak their truth, to achieve their life goals with confidence. The reason why she is so passionate about this is due to her own confidence being eroded away by years of bullying. Her defining moment when she realized that she had to take control of her actions, her thoughts, and her life. To do this, she joined Toastmasters International, where she learned the art of public speaking, and from there progressed up the levels where she has gained the title and honor of becoming a distinguished Toastmaster. From there, she went on to qualify as a certified life, confidence, happiness, and goal-setting coach, a public speaking mentor, and following her passion for learning, is now certified with the Neuroscience Professional Development Program. Natalie has organized and run two virtual summits aimed at helping business owners during 2021. Natalie, thank you so much for joining me today. I am looking forward to such a great conversation. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really, I'm really pleased to be here, and um, it's it's great. I'm in the dark, and you are in the light, which is wonderful because it's it's evening here, eight o'clock or after eight uh, p.m. But I know you've just had lunch. That's right. Thank you. Have uh, lunch. So <laughs> there is a huge advantage to this technology today that uh, we have this chance to to have a conversation and and be networking with each other. So I appreciate Definitely. that. So. Tell me about your journey into entrepreneurship. Oh, <laughs> how long have you got? But I will try and keep it short and sweet. So about eight years or nearly nine years ago, I hit that, um, I had that point in my life where that proverbial straw broke this camel's back. And I realized that I had to take control, that I had to, make a choice and that's not always an easy decision to make when it's it's really nice to blame everybody for everything that's happening in your life now for me it was bullies i had been bullied all my life at school and in every job that i had and i'd just go from one job to the next to get away from one bully and just find myself with another one and i didn't really have a passion for what i was doing i just worked for my annual leave and my paycheck. That was all I was interested in. But as I said, uh, in, I think it was 2013, I can never remember years, but it was over eight and a half years ago, nearly nine years ago, where I was hurtling down the motorway, going into Cambridge, which was one of the, the city where I was working. And I had a panic attack. Now, 70 miles an hour in a motor vehicle is not a good place to be <laughs> when you have a panic attack. And I just really thank who is ever out there looking after me that I didn't hurt anybody, 
that I didn't have an accident, but I do not know how I got off that motorway and drove through a busy city to work. But what I did do is I phoned my husband as soon as I got to work and I just explained what had happened. I'd never had a panic attack in my life. So I did not know what it was. I just knew that something had happened. And he said, that's it, quit. The thing is, I didn't just start at that job. I thought this was going to be it. This was going to be the job for life. It was paid well. It was easy. I could go on holidays. And it was just a good job. But I did. I walked in, asked for a piece of paper, and I just wrote, I quit. And I said, I'll get a better letter later. And I did. But then what do you do? You quit your job. <laughs> what do you do? And I then... And this is when I realized that I had to make some decisions. So I started my first business, which was a multi-level marketing business. And I was using the products beforehand. And I realized it was a stepping stone. It was a way to move forward. It was just one slight little problem. I didn't know how to talk to people. Because I'd become so isolated with my, in myself, I had my confidence was minus zero my i had no self-belief and all of a sudden when you when you start a business and it, it doesn't matter what business you start you need to talk to people you need to talk to customers you need to talk, network you need to have a conversation with other people and this was an issue <laughs> i tried to build a business without talking to anybody but guess what i didn't earn any money <laughs> So I was introduced to an organization called Toastmasters International. It's big in the States, and it's a fantastic organization. It's a public speaking organization. So have you heard of it? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I then joined. And it took me a long time to actually stand up and speak. But I realized that I had two choices, find another job and be back in that situation where I was, or just persevere and keep going. And I, I, came, I was in a really nice club with Toastmasters. They were very supportive. They were encouraging. And it was actually with a lot of Americans because where I live is an American airbase. And this club was on the American airbase. So it was fantastic. You guys are so friendly. You really are. And it's wonderful. And they encouraged me. And eventually one of them said to me, just do it. Just get up there. Just speak. And I did. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> but I kept going. And then one day, Ms. Vinabadi, you know, eight months later, I did a speech and I sat down and it was like, I actually enjoyed doing that. That was like, wow, I can actually do this. I can talk to people. I can make a change. And this was where I started to think about what do I need to do to create these differences on purpose? Because this was done just out of sheer I don't know, stubbornness is I'm not going to quit. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. But how can you on purpose create these pivotal moments that keep you moving forward? 
I still didn't know what it was, but I carried on speaking and I went through the whole Toastmasters system and I qualified, became a, a distinguished Toastmaster and I started to do a lot of public speaking and I was really enjoying it. And in that time, I realized how pivotal confidence was for me. So I actually started to learn about confidence as a topic, as a product in a way. It, it's trying to pull it apart and understand how does it work? How does our brain work in connection with building confidence? What are the benefits of confidence? Why? Why is it important? And that's when I qualified to become a confidence coach and just really to bring all this stuff that I had learned in. But the biggest thing was it was all up to me. You have to make the decision. It's nobody else's fault. It's nobody else can do it for you. So it's, it's great. I love blaming my boss, blaming my mother, blaming my father, blaming my brother, blaming ex-colleagues, school students. Oh, it's your fault. It's your fault. But they had an impact on my journey, but they weren't there at that moment stopping me from doing anything. It was their, their memory of them that was stopping me until mm. I decided to change. And this is what I love helping my clients with, to realize Actually, I hate to tell you, pal, but it's up to you. <laughs> well, you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned that in your work experience that you were uh, you were bullied and and dealing with you know bullies at one job to the next, and obviously all of us can can attract that and and feel bullied. Um, what helped you make the transition from victim to? no longer being a victim to being responsible? I think it was a process. It was realizing that I could choose. And while I chose to be a victim, I was going to be a victim. Hmm. I did a, a, a most majority of multi-level marketing businesses actually do a lot of trainings and they help you with personal development, I didn't, I didn't know what personal development was. If you had asked me nine years ago what personal development was, I would have just said that stuff other people do. I have no idea. <laughs> and I love being in my little ignorance. But through wanting, not wanting to get a job and wanting to build a business and actually starting to want to embrace a better future for myself and, and my family, is I learned about personal development. And with that, you start to realize, hang on a minute, I can choose to be a victim. Oh, woe is me and it's all their fault. Or hang on a minute, okay, this happened to me. What can I do with it? How can I use it as a superpower? How can I utilize it to better myself so that I don't stay in that, that hole and this is where I personally think personal development is so powerful because it makes you realize how much control you actually do have in your life. Even, dare I say this, even with things like COVID and lockdown and, and all that, you might not control COVID and the lockdown, 
but you are in control of how you react to it, how you feel about it, how you deal with it. That's in your control. Absolutely. Yeah, James Allen's pretty clear about, right, as a man thinketh, so he becomes. And and I think, you know, conditions and circumstances, you know, many of us are driven by our conditions and circumstances. You know, even the Bible says you're blown by the wind and waves, um, but, but you get to choose. And once you decide to take that responsibility, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. you, you no longer have to be a victim and you no longer have to feel like a victim. Um, and you take away the power that the bullies had over you. And so, and, and that includes the voices of the dissenters too, right? The people that, oh, you can't do that, or you can't run a business, or you, you, you disempower those voices um, when you're in control. And so that's a, that's a really good place to get to. It's a superpower. And once you realize you have that, that choice and that control, you, you embrace that superpower for yourself. And then you've got that, the freedom to do, to roll with the waves and just enjoy it or be sucked under and struggling for breath. Absolutely. So obviously a multi-level marketing businesses are built on networks and connections. Um, how has networking and connecting been valuable in, in growing your business? Connecting with humans or just with other business owners is very valuable or very powerful. So I did the, the network marketing for a couple of years. I grew a little business, but I always knew it was going to be a stepping stone. It was a way to get out of one situation until I knew what I was going to do. And network marketing businesses, on a whole, I really do think they're brilliant. I'm, I, I won't knock them, but with the right one and having the right team around you. But that taught me about the power of having mentors in your, in your corner. It taught me about networking. It taught me about being with other business owners. And that's something I've carried with me throughout all my businesses. It's networking is a way to communicate what you're doing, but not only that, it's a way to build a, a tribe or a network of people around you who you can support either through recommendations or through advice or they can support you again being a mentor or they can just help you or somebody you can just pick up the phone and say hey I've got this crazy idea tell me I'm not too nuts <laughs> how, how does this idea work do you think this is something I, I should be pursuing and when you've built a good connection if they say, hell, that's a weird idea, you know, maybe think about it or yes, go for it. You can trust that they're not bringing you down, but they're actually supporting you. But it's a way that you can support them. So you might meet somebody who needs this other connection services and you are become a conduit to introduce those two together. And we've seen so much in the past, what, nearly two years now, how important human connection is. I mm. voluntarily do like my own space and I do like being on my own. I'm very much an introvert. But even I have realized the power of connection. 
imagine if we had been locked down. I don't know how long you guys were locked down, but we were three, nearly over three months here. And there was no WhatsApp, Zoom, uh, StreamYard or internet. So you couldn't communicate with anybody other than maybe a phone. But the difference of seeing somebody, networking with others, meeting people from all around the world when you are essentially locked up in your home. And that's when we began to, a lot of us realize how powerful networks are. And again, you can bring that into business, you can bring that into social, you can bring that into gathering ideas. And no entrepreneur is on their own. Hmm. They've all got some people around them, behind them, pushing them, kicking them up the rear end sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. So you mentioned you mentioned mentors as part of that connections and learning the value of mentors. Um, what has been effective for you in finding mentors that could help you in building your business? I've read a lot. I've read a lot of books, uh, Jim Rohn, uh, Dwyer, and I'm really terrible with names, but I have a whole bookshelf there. And I just read a lot of books. And then through networking, I started to realize the power of mentors because a lot of these writers would say, I have a mentor, get a mentor. You know, rich man, poor man, uh, uh, can't even remember his name. Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, him and, um, um, oh, I'm awful with, with names. But, yeah, it's, it's um, he's the most famous book. Um, I've read it a lot of times as well. He talks about the power of masterminds and. Oh, um, Napoleon Hill. That's it, yes. <laughs> Even he talks about the power of mentors. And you start to realize but when you build a tribe, you start to see, hang on a minute, that person is going, is where I want to be. How did they get there? And then you start speaking to them. And then you start to realize, okay, maybe I need a coach to help me, to, to get me to where I need to go. Because you can't do it all on your own. You need their guidance, their wisdom. And we can read all the books but we don't necessarily get all the information. And it's always useful to have somebody there who will kick you up the butt every now and again because we will like to stay safe and we might not branch out because for whatever reason. And to have that person going, you know what, actually, hmm, time to step up. You need to do this. You need to do that. And they become really part of who you are but not only are they there to push you but they're also there to celebrate with you they're there to be there when things are going great and it's like yeah it's party time or when things are going bad it's like okay what have you learned what can you do different what do you need to do okay have you finished with the pity party let's go <laughs> and it's important because doing it Running your own business as a as a, a solopreneur is lonely, and you need to have those that support around you. Nice, yeah, it's so good. Um, I appreciate that you mentioned both in the idea of connection and in thinking of mentors, um, your ability to support others 
in the process and recognizing that it's 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 really a two-way street and and the more you give the more you gain and so by giving to others in your network by giving of yourself and of your support you receive back um, more than the support that you need and so that's 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 really positive and really appreciate that so now that you moved into to confidence coaching what have been some of the tools that have been the most effective for for building your tribe and building your audience well one thing that's very important to me is be you be yourself when you're building a business and it doesn't matter what business it is you always come across what you should be doing the shoulds don't you love mm -hmm. the shoulds <laughs> what you should be doing you should be doing this you should be doing that go on video do tiktok do instagram create a youtube channel do podcasting post on the social media post and and you get told a lot of what you should be doing and that can be very overwhelming and very scary because not every medium suits everybody and this is where you then start to create an identity that isn't true to you. And so one of the things that I really work with with confidence is finding out what works for you and how you can utilize it. So some people prefer to write and they create great blogs and they do wonderful written posts. And some people love to be on video and they'll hop onto a live every five minutes and they'll create all sorts. And it's just about finding the balance of what's right and finding a way that you can be yourself. Be yourself. Don't try and be Richard Branson or don't try and be that hero that you have because that your uniqueness is you. So bring that out and find a way that you can utilize that, whether it's written, whether it's on video, whether it's, I don't know, in photos, but just bring you to the party because that is who people will be attracted to you and they'll want to do business with you, especially if you're in a service uh, business. And, you know, as a, as a coach, as a mentor, as a copywriter, as a web designer, doesn't matter what it is, they're not coming to you for your skills. They're coming to you for you and then they want your skills. Because you get, I mean, coaches are a dime a dozen. I mean, copywriters, a dime a dozen. You can find them anywhere. So it's not the skills that they're coming to you for. They're coming to you for you. So be you because then you're attracting the right people to you as well. And it just means that you are more real and you come off as more real. And not everybody's going to like you, but that's okay because you want the right people around you. It's a lot easier to work with people that do like you. It is, it is. <laughs> so obviously you talked about developing your own confidence and, and becoming a confidence coach to help others um, develop their confidence. What, what was the key in your development that made that transition happen? Um, I wouldn't, it's so difficult because I don't think there's been one specific key. 
I think it was more the realization on, I, I qualified as a life coach before the, the confidence coaching. And I used to go to networkings and I always used to see these amazing skilled people in the corner, very quiet. And when they had to stand up and talk about their business, they struggled and they hummed and hard and they didn't come off as knowledgeable. But once you got to know them, you realized how skilled they were. And it was that realization that, hang on a minute, confidence is actually important. And yes, we can fake being confident. It doesn't last long because it's, it's hard and it's stressful. But through me seeing these amazing business owners struggling just to get their, their word across or to explain what it is they're doing, and it wasn't the, the, the public speaking bit. It was just the whole, I have to be seen, I have to be visible. And also having noticed on my own journey, realizing that, hang on, that used to be really difficult. Why am I enjoying it now? There's something wrong here. So it was these realizations that made me understand the power of confidence and then to start to learn what is confidence. I mean, you can't see it. You can't touch it. It's, it's, it's there, but you, you, you can't smell it. You can't breathe it. You can't do anything. It, it's, it's just, it's something that's almost invisible. So how can you learn about it? But I also learned about the brain and try to understand how the brain plays a part in that and then realized how it goes back to self-belief. It goes back to the perceptions and the memories that we think we have and how that plays a role in, in how we are now and what we can do and how we can make those shifts. So it was a lot of little realizations and not just one key element that made me realize the power of confidence and I actually call it a superpower now <laughs> is is helping business owners have the superpower of confidence to get out there and just you know rock their world just fulfill their potential to follow their purpose and you need confidence for that absolutely so so what's your feelings on gratitude oh it's important Gratitude is important because gratitude is being thankful and it's being grateful for what you can have, for what you do have. And when you start to look at the positive, it has a, a positive effect. So you can, with your brain, be sitting there thinking, oh, um, oh, this COVID is in my way. Oh, I've lost this. Or, oh, that person has been nasty to me. And, oh, woe is me. And I've been locked down. And I don't know what's going to happen. And will I ever see my family? Can I ever travel again? Can I get on an airplane? Can I? And you can start to really go down this, this really dark rabbit hole. But when you start to bring in gratitude, you know what? I'm really grateful for the sun shining today. I'm grateful to meet you, Robert, and to be talk, having this conversation. I'm grateful to, to the love that I get from my dogs. I'm grateful for technology because it's enabled us to meet. We've not met before. 
I'm grateful to Gary for introducing us. And the minute you start to shift into gratitude, what that does is it shifts your brain and it starts to get out of this deep, dark rabbit hole that just goes down and down and actually starts to come up and you start saying, hang on a minute, it ain't so bad. It's okay. And that then starts to bring positivity into your life and which then affects the hormones and then having gratitude decreases stress. You don't feel so overwhelmed. Then you start to feel healthier. So gratitude is a huge, huge thing to have. Absolutely. So how did you choose your, your niche? Who you wanted to serve? <laughs> I think I chose business owners because being a business owner myself, realizing the journey that you go on to and how hard it can be, especially when you're on your own and you're starting your business, you're starting out and it's long days. You think you quit your job and you think, oh, I'll just work a couple of hours a day. It'll be easy. I'll take all the <laughs> holidays I want. Well, when you're building a business, that doesn't happen. You're working, you know, long days, weekends, any spare time you've got. And because you're building something. And I think I just have a passion to help business owners just to find their way because I very much believe that business owners are, especially small business, you know, the entrepreneurs, the solepreneurs, they are the backbone of the economy. Mm. I think corporate is, and this is a personal opinion, but I think corporate is changing and they don't know quite what they're going to be doing. But it's these business owners, plumbers, carpenters, you know, web designers, copywriters, coaches, mentors, what would the world look like without them. Hmm. We need them and the economy needs them. So they need the support and I have the knowledge to help them. Nice. All right. So we change it up a little bit. What, what was your favorite dinner? What's my favorite dinner? Oh, healthy or unhealthy. That's completely up to you. We're, there's no judgment here. This is a judgment free zone. <laughs> If it's unhealthy, I love pizza. I love pizza and especially Hawaiian with olives. <laughs> and, but for a good dinner, I do. I love my vegetables. And here in the UK, especially this time of year coming into winter, is all about the roast, the roast dinner, roast potatoes and lots of vegetables. I'm greedy. I've got to have two. Nice. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. So what do you love to do in your free time? I'm running a business. Who says I've got free time? <laughs> <laughs> I love to, we love going out for day trips. Uh, I live about an hour away from the seaside. So we love just going for, for a day out to the seaside, just taking a walk, take the dogs, go get fish and chips. And it's a very British thing, this going to the seaside for fish and chips. But it's something that it, 
I love, I love water and I love the ocean. So anything by the seaside um, as a day out and the dogs love it. They love going for a day out. It's a nice drive. It's, it's far enough away from home and everything, but it's close enough to get back to. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know that um, America is huge. So uh, an hour's drive is like you in the middle of nowhere. I, I grew up in South Africa, so I understand the distance. I've learned to shrink stuff because England is just so small. <laughs> yeah, I, we have an advantage here in Colorado, so we're in a we're in a city, but an hour away from fourteen thousand foot mountains. So you've got mountains. That's right, and and they have snow right now. They have beautiful colored leaves, although they're mostly mostly gone on the mountainside, um, but. Love to go up, obviously, in the mountains and spend, you know, an hour away. But it's it's kind of like the seaside trip, right? You get an hour away from from home and still close enough to come back and and uh, not miss too much. So, so what was your most memorable date? Oh, <laughs> oh. I've been married eleven years. Mm. I've been married 29. Um, I'm still dating my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's really hard. But I did have a date from an ex, an ex from a good few years ago. And he packed a bag for me. And this was when I was still living in South Africa. And he just said, we're going away for the weekend. And we drove from Johannesburg to Durban, which is a, seven hour drive and he just totally surprised me with that so that was really great um so that that was a memorable date nice, <laughs> nice. don't tell my husband all right you know we won't we won't we'll just make sure he doesn't see it on facebook <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's a prompt you know this is this is a hint <laughs> you didn't come up in the most memorable category you still got some work to do yeah there's still time <laughs> Absolutely. So what inspires you, Natalie? Hmm. I think possibilities inspire me. The possibilities of humankind, possibility of ideas, just possibilities of what, where we can go as a, as a human race, what we can do, what we can create. And the, the possibilities of what's out there. And when I say out there, I'm just talking about the future, just talking about what can we do as a collective to better ourselves but and better the world and better the, the universe and how we can be a, a tiny part of that. And that is what inspires me. Nice. So let's talk about helping somebody build confidence, right? The, the little entrepreneur sitting in the corner, hiding out and, and barely <laughs> able to speak. What, what, what are the steps you would give them? What are, what's the, the words of wisdom you would share to help them get started on this confidence journey? So the first thing is make the choice because building confidence is not an overnight process and it's not an 
easy process. The steps are easy, but the process can be very difficult because you've got to push yourself. You've got to push yourself out of your comfort zone and learn to become uncomfortable. And one of the steps to doing that is by doing something every day that makes you feel uncomfortable. Hmm. Whether it's picking up the phone, talking to that client, going to a network meeting, maybe it's just talking to that cute girl down the road who you've had your eye on and you wanted to say hello. Whatever it is that just gets your paws a little bit clammy and gets your heart racing a little bit and you're like, I don't know. But one thing is excitement and fear have the same reactions on your body. So is it excitement or is it fear? So whichever one it is, just step beyond it. And that helps you to increase your your comfort zone, which then helps you to start to build your confidence. But another thing that I want you to do is to celebrate. Celebrate all those little achievements that you've had. So not just the big ones. Oh, I got myself a new client today. Yes. What about celebrating that you sent that email that you've been dreading? Celebrate that you've written a blog that and put post on it, you know, tap the enter key and posted it. Celebrate the small things because what that does is that actually starts to rewire your brain. And when you really celebrate, your brain starts to think, ah, what you're doing is worth it. Yes, what you're doing, I can handle it and I can do it. And it starts to find new ways for you to have those achievements and have those successes. So celebrating is very important. And it can just be something like, um, I know one, one of business owners that I know, he works in an office and when he has something exciting, he jumps out of his chair and he's like, yes, everybody in his office, like, shush. <laughs> but he does it because it's just that that joy and then he sits back down and carries on. So it doesn't have to be a massive thing, but it's acknowledging it. It's acknowledging that you've had that achievement. And that is very, very powerful and very important because it's, it's going from the negative in your brain to shifting it to a positive. Mm, so good. Thank you so much for sharing. So what's Natalie's big dream? <laughs> take over the world <laughs> to help as many people as I can to to get people out there to realize how powerful they are how important they are and to start to achieve their purpose because we all have a purpose in life but not everybody fulfills that purpose and to and we are needed more now than ever to fulfill our purpose. And I, I would like to help as many people on that road because you never know who that person's going to help, who, what purpose they have. I mean, somebody could invent or comes, come to a way of getting rid of violence or getting rid of starvation or getting rid of hunger or whatever. So I know there's big dreams, but when people have the confidence to go and follow their dreams, they then will help others. So it's almost like a ripple effect. 
So I want to be that pebble that starts off the ripple effect. And in that way, I'll take over the world. Nice. That's so good. Yeah, I love the idea of taking over the world in a positive way. And, and even if even if it's just, you know, the, the impact of a smile and I smile at somebody and they smile at two other people and they smile at two other people and 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 it changes it changes lives. But certainly helping the world be a more positive place is definitely a human requirement, I believe. Definitely. But I love that you mentioned purpose because I think all of us have a purpose and, and that purpose is aligned in some way with serving humanity. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether that's as a plumber or a constructor or a web designer or, uh, you know, a coach, a counselor, all of those are, you know, we're designed and built to serve each other. And, and when we figure that out and we actually, you know, come to terms with it, it, uh, it can be a really positive thing and helping everybody find that dream within them, find that thing that's going to, change the world through their purpose and uh, help that develop into a passion. Um, it, it'll, people will become unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So and people have so much potential. Yeah. I love that superpower idea. Like it, it is a superpower when, when you find your passion and purpose and align it, that's, that's where confidence comes from <laughs> and yeah. uh, being able to apply that and, and serve people in a positive way. Thank you so much for such a great conversation, for sharing such great wisdom. I appreciate you. It was so great to to meet you and share together today. Thank you for having me. I've loved it. Well, if you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe. We have a free gift for you at addvalue2entrepreneurs.com. We've created a collection of the top tips that have been shared on our show for entrepreneurs. Do you struggle with procrastination, putting off the work until the last minute? Well, you are not alone. Many of our clients start there. We are launching a new five-day challenge to help you take more action and make more money in your business. Each day is a 10-minute video lesson and a worksheet. If you take 15 to 30 minutes to do the worksheet, it will change your life and business and exponentially increase the amount of work you get done each day. Right now, it is only $27 and contains five of our best tools for helping you move forward. It can be found at addvalue2life.com slash action. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.